We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oregon football has one of the most talented rosters in the country, certainly in the Pac-12. But these players have the most to prove in 2023. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How we living? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast, your premier podcast for all things Oregon football and recruiting. Just in case you're new here, I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks over on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network couple of quick items before we get into today's episode. Do me a quick favor. I ask you guys every time, but I got to hit the like and subscribe buttons if you're watching here on YouTube. Also, go ahead and hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on future episodes, future live streams, future uploads, all that good stuff. Um, Really appreciate all the support that we've been getting lately as we continue to ramp up the podcast and then do all those same things on your podcasting platform of choice. So, It is Thursday, August 24th, 2023, and Oregon football is one day closer yet again. So, the title of today's episode, Oregon Players with the Most to Prove in 2023. Let's set a little bit of ground rules here. When I say that a player has a lot to prove, it's not because they're bad. It's not because they've under-delivered necessarily. Maybe it is in some cases. Um, But I just think that there's a lot of guys on this team that are capable of greatness. Some of them have already delivered on that. Some of them haven't delivered on that. So I think that there's a lot of storylines around this team, different storylines around different players. So I just wanted to go ahead and and make sure I mentioned that. Uh, Also, a quick side note for you guys watching me on YouTube. I have my blinds closed here on my the side of me. It's my left. Maybe you're right. Um, But I'm going to try to get like some kind of a curtain just to to block that out and hopefully improve the video quality. So apologies on that one, but I appreciate you guys sticking with me on it. So which Oregon players have the most to prove in 2023? Let's start. This one might be a little bit of a shocker. We're starting with quarterback Bo Nix. That's right. The face of Oregon's team in 2023 is one of the guys that I think has the most to prove. You might be sitting there wondering, Max, what what does Bo Nix have to prove to you? Look what he did in 2022. He lit the pack on fire, took the country by storm. He uh, he was one of the best passers in the country, throwing for 
throwing for 3,593 yards, 29 touchdowns against just seven interceptions. He completed more than 70 of his passes. How can you say he has the most to prove in, uh, in 2023? Well, all those stats, all those numbers are great. Bo Nix getting the, the, uh, the billboards. I talked about that on last night's episode, um, or today, yesterday's episode, I guess, of the, of the podcast with Ryan Winter. Go check that one out. Basically, the reason I think that Bo Nix is one of the guys on this Oregon roster that has to mo- the most to prove, he needs to do it again. That's the thing. He he came over from Auburn, resurrected his college career, um, was one of the best players in the country last year, but some people were still skeptical of him. Maybe they're saying, oh, he only did that because he got to reunite with Kenny Dillingham, who worked with him at Auburn the last time that he had a really good season. Or maybe he's only doing it because they had a great old line. But Bo Nix kept a lot of plays alive last year with his legs. Uh, really good at improvising, keeping his eyes down the field. He was definitely that general that the Oregon offense needed. But now he's working with Will Stein, who comes over from UTSA. Um, Bo looked good in the spring game. And there's definitely a lot of pressure on him. But look at this one from an NFL standpoint. I think it's more or less a given Bo Nix is a great college quarterback, but how does his game translate to the NFL? This year, it's all about passing for Bo Nix. It's about threading the needle with tight throws, fitting the ball into some tight windows. Bo is probably the best running quarterback in college football, I would say, heading into 2023. But where you still need to see some of that evolution, some of that development, is in the passing game because the NFL is a passing league. Sure, there's more, uh, there's more quarterbacks that are running the ball, but I think we can all agree that that's the part of his game that needs to evolve, needs to take that next step. It's already pretty good, but like Dan Landing has said, all offseason needs to go from good to great. So Bo Nix is one of those great players, the best player on this Oregon team as of right now, but he needs to prove that 2022 wasn't just a one-off. Bo Nix needs to show up and say, hey, that was great. Watch me do it again. I'm thinking about that SpongeBob meme when he has that speed. Want to see me do it again? Um, maybe maybe there's not too many SpongeBob viewers uh, out there in the audience. But case in point, Bo Nix needs to do it again. Certainly if he wants to help Oregon get back to the playoff for the first time since 2014. And certainly if he wants to uh, raise his draft stock heading into 2023. So Bo Nix starts things off. I have uh, about 10 players that I'm going to get through. We're going to start on the offensive side of the ball. And then on the back half, we're going to do some defense. So with that being said, number two on the list, we have wide receiver Troy Franklin. What's the deal with Troy Franklin? Well, he enters 2023 as the face of the Oregon wide receiver unit. This dude was on an absolute tear in 2022, played in all 13 games, hauled in 61 catches for 891 yards, and nine touchdowns to pace the Ducks, led the team, averaged 14.61 yards per catch. And it's a little bit of a similar deal with uh, Franklin, or sorry, with uh, Bo Nix for Troy Franklin. He had a great year last year. How does he improve from that? What's the next step in his game? Uh, Oregon hasn't had a 1,000-yard receiver since Dylan Mitchell, which I think was back in 2018. Uh, And a lot of people think that Troy Franklin is going to be the guy that can get it done. Troy Franklin also has something to prove because he landed on the Bolitnikov Award preseason watch list, uh, which is given annually to the best wide receiver 
in college football. And Troy Franklin, he wants to show, hey, I belong in that discussion. I am one of the best wide receivers in uh, in, in college football. I saw a post from a fan the other day on, on Instagram that uh, had some highlights of Troy Franklin, and it said Belitnikov season loading. Troy Franklin has the ability to do that. He has an awesome quarterback in Bo Nix, and what might even help him, he has a loaded wide receiver room to work with. He has Treshawn Holden. He has Gary Bryant. He has Tez Johnson. There's a plenty of other guys that this uh, that these opposing defensive coordinators are going to have to worry about if they want to slow this Oregon offense down. Troy Franklin is certainly the focal point of the passing attack, but you also have Terrence Ferguson uh, at that tight end spot. So I think he factors in there as well. Troy Franklin is an absolute stud, but I still think that he has something to prove because 2022 was our first real glance of Troy Franklin, if we're being honest with ourselves. Sure, he saw a pretty good amount of playing time as a true freshman in 2021, but that was under Mario Cristobal, who really doesn't like to pass the ball too much, certainly didn't like to pass the ball very much at Oregon. And granted, Oregon was pretty limited at quarterback um, with Anthony Brown as well. So 2022 was our first true glimpse of Troy Franklin. Now it's on him to deliver and follow up on that great campaign with a strong 2023 showing. The next guy on our list, let's stay in that wide receiver room, Tez Johnson. Tez Johnson, I think he has something to prove because he caught a lot of uh, attention in the spring game with that long catch and run touchdown. I think it was like 70 yards, but I think there's some skepticism around his game because he's not a big dude. 5'10", I think is what he's listed at, and then 160 pounds. So he certainly has a slight frame that he's working with, but he was one of the highest rated and graded wide receivers in all of college football, according to Pro Football Focus last year. So a lot of people are kind of, globbing on, hanging on to, to that achievement. And I guess I'm doing a little bit of it now, but I'm saying that he needs to show that he can play at this level of college football. I certainly think he can, but I think he needs to send that message to the rest of the country. Hey, who's that wide receiver? Where was he at? He was at Troy. Oh, now he's playing like he belongs at Oregon. And we all know about the story with him and Bo Nix, his adopted brother, that connection. Uh, they have that great chemistry from their days playing together. Uh, out in Pinson, Alabama. So I think Tez Johnson, he's the the speedster guy, the explosive play guy, kind of lightning in the bottle type of deal. I feel like that's kind of what he's being billed as uh, for Oregon's offense here early on. And um, I think he's somebody who certainly carries some high expectations going into 2023. This is, a, like I said, a loaded wide receiver room. But uh, I think that the expectations are pretty high for Tez Johnson to deliver uh, and, and it's looking like he's going to be able to to live up to the hype. Um, you also have to see how is his body going to hold up uh, uh, this season, and what does that rotation look like uh, at the wide receiver spot? How much of Tez Johnson are we going to see versus Chris Hudson, who's a, a pretty solid piece in that wide receiver room? But you kind of wonder, has Chris Hudson done enough um, to, to ultimately hold off Tez Johnson? We've seen it time and time again. I just talked about it with Ryan Winter on his show, Guys don't come in out of the transfer portal to sit. You're not transferring to a school unless you feel pretty darn good about your chances of being a contributor and a regular piece in that rotation. So Tez Johnson, I think he's super promising guy that I'm super excited about. He's definitely got the juice uh, at wide receiver and, and junior Adams is going to help get him right. But I think he's a guy that definitely has uh, the most to prove in, in 2023. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply couple more guys on offense. Let's talk about Josh Connerly. Josh Connerly Jr. is a guy that came to Oregon with quite the track record, at least as a highly touted recruit, incredibly sought after out of Seattle, Washington, Rainier Beach High School. One of the things that you have to look at with Josh Connerly, he was a five-star recruit. He is, let's see, I'm looking at the 247 page right now. Josh Connerly is the eighth highest recruit to ever commit to Oregon ever. And he is the highest rated lineman to ever commit to Oregon offensive lineman. And you have to look at Panay Sewell as a guy who was in that conversation. He developed into a first round draft pick. He was a guy who, who played left tackle and, and protected Herbert's blind side when, when he was at Oregon, Josh Connerly is widely viewed as the runaway favorite to win that starting left tackle spot that was previously held down by TJ Bass last year. And he's a true sophomore, but fortunately for the ducks, this guy played a lot of ball last year, but you have to say here, he wasn't a starter, uh, you know, on the regular, um, you know, wasn't an every down kind of guy, right? He was in on that 14 J formation with Jordan James, uh, kind of their jumbo package. This is a guy who is as athletic of an offensive lineman as you'll find anywhere in the country. Heck, he even caught a touchdown on his birthday against Colorado. Um, Alik Terry has praised him as one of the hardest workers in that offensive line room. Incredibly athletic. Connerly also played basketball in high school for Rainier Beach. So this is a guy who who really has um, hit the ground running in Eugene. Um, and I think that he has a lot of expectations for 2023. Having a true sophomore blocking boat for Bo Nix, protecting Bo Nix's blindside, I think that that's obviously a duty that Oregon doesn't take lightly, and I'm sure Josh Connerly doesn't take lightly. But all that said, he enters this 2023 season needing to prove, hey, I'm that guy. I mean, Josh Connerly, we've talked to him. He's he's pretty soft-spoken, um, certainly not a guy that, that comes across as self-absorbed or, or cocky, but it's, it's, it's part of what we have going into the season. 
he needs to send that message. I'm that guy. I'm every bit of the hype that people have been putting around me. He's never going to say that, but that's what his play on the field is going to say. So Josh Connerly Jr., he's really, I think, kind of the, the cornerstone of the offensive line as far as just continuing to prove that Oregon is still a destination for elite offensive linemen, and that's not going to go away anytime soon. But that left tackle spot is easily one of the most important spots on your entire offensive line. I'm thinking about the blind side and Lawrence Taylor. Uh, blind side's been in the news lately with all that crazy stuff going on. Uh, so we don't need to get too sidetracked. But Josh Connerly Jr., he's got a lot of pro- lot to prove in 2023, and I think he's going to be able to do it. A couple more names on offense. How about tight end Patrick Herbert? Patrick Herbert, uh, P. Herbo. So much time uh, at Oregon, but he really hasn't been able to see the field too much. Is a career that's been plagued by injuries for a long time. But hey, 2022 wasn't necessarily a breakout year for Patrick Herbert, but he stayed healthy, which I think was a tremendous victory for him, his family, uh, Drew Maringer, certainly that tight end room. We're, we're still trying to see what Stein's offense is ultimately going to look like. Are we going to be able to see four tight ends like we did last year? It kind of remains to be seen, but I think that Terrence Ferguson and Patrick Herber are obviously going to be the faces of the tight end room, a room that is uh, flanked by Casey Kelly, the Ole Miss tight end transfer, Caden Ludwig, who transferred from Colorado, and then Kenyon Zadik, the true freshman out of Idaho. But Patrick Herbert, I think he's probably ready to uh, make his own name for himself. He, he probably, I mean, this guy, when you see him get asked, he got, he was getting asked questions about his brother, Justin in the draft. And then after when he's just killing it in the NFL, um, if, if I were him, I would be kind of over getting asked about my brother all the time. So I bet he wants to go out in 2023 and make a statement and say, Hey, you need to talk more about that younger Herbert brother. Um, because unlike his brother, Justin, Patrick Herbert was a, a four-star recruit. He was a national name. Um, so he's he probably wants to show, hey, uh, I, I got some game. And I think that he wants to probably take hit the next step in his game to be someone who can uh, affect the passing game uh, to a similar degree that uh, Terrence Ferguson can. Because I think he's kind of been cast in this light as a blocker. Um, and, and Oregon's going to need him to be a guy who can be a threat in the, in the receiving game. Because they're going to key in. Defenses are going to key in on Terrence Ferguson and, and Troy Franklin. So if Patrick Herbert can take that next step in his game, I think he's going to make this Oregon offense even more lethal than it already is. All right, the last name that we're going to be talking about on the offensive side for Ducks with the most to prove in 2023, let's talk about Jordan James. Jordan James is a true sophomore as well, similar to Josh Connerly. Uh, This is a guy who played a lot of ball right out of the gate. Played in 10 games for the Ducks, had 46 carries, 194 yards, um, 189 yards net, excuse me, averaged four yards a pop and scored five touchdowns. So didn't have a crazy true freshman campaign, but he played a pretty significant role for the Ducks. He was their primary third down back, their primary short yardage, goal line back. And Carlos Lachlan said that even that was a significant role, but the hype around Jordan James and fall camp has been real. And, and some of the people that I've been talking to around the program have, have backed up that hype. Um, and, and what does a bigger role look like for Jordan James in 2023? I think that still remains to be seen, but we've seen that running back room kind of function in a 1A, 1B capacity with Buck Irving and Noah Whittington. Maybe it's a 1A, 1B, 1C. Maybe the Ducks rotate three backs 
this uh, this season. And Jordan James is a unique guy. He's he's a, a big dude at a uh, 6'2", about 210 pounds, I believe. Let me go ahead and see if I can uh, pull this up because I always like to make sure I have that right. Uh, Jordan James on the updated 2023 Oregon football roster, 5'10", excuse me, 5'10", 205, still a big back. Um, but this is a guy who was committed to Georgia for a long time. Uh, and then Carlos Lawson got hired and he flipped to Oregon. Um, so this is a guy who has a, a pretty strong reputation coming out of Tennessee where they play some pretty darn good football. And I think he's next. He's next in line. Um, and his role is going to be really important this year because it looks like all signs are pointing to Bucky Irvin and Noah Whittington probably heading to the league after 2023. So maybe it's the Jordan James show come 2024. And that room also features Dante Dowdell, who was a highly touted recruit out of Mississippi, and then Jaden Lamar, who was a highly touted recruit out of Washington, previously committed to Notre Dame until the Ducks flipped him late. So Jordan James has a was one of these guys on the most approved list because we want to see how he can follow up his true freshman campaign uh, a year where we didn't really see him featured too prominently in terms of doing a lot of different things. Um, I don't want to say that it's easy to be the short, short yardage back, but um, you know, just what does his role look like? How can he, how can he evolve out of the backfield? How can he evolve running off the tackles, running some sweeps um, as opposed to just, you know, dives and short yardage plays so Jordan James has been getting raved about for a lot of this offseason, and I think he's the next in line to be a, a great bell cow back for Oregon after Bucky Irving and Noah Whittington. So I think he is definitely one of those guys that lands on this list uh, to round out our offensive players of Oregon Ducks with the most to prove in 2023.